Welcome to the S&M Experience. And welcome everybody to episode 87 of the S&M Experience podcast. I'm your host today. My name's Matthew. I'm Steven. I'm helping. I'm Jen. Are you helping? Mm, Depends. Okay. We'll see how that goes. Okay, so... This is our Valentine's Day special, so it's going to be very romantic. And uh, as such, the theme is the show must go on. Because it's romantic? You'll see. You'll see. Cool. Cool, yeah. All right, and I have an opening question before we kind of kick off the show. And my question is, what do you think is the perfect Valentine's Day gift? You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. A lot Mm -hmm. of uh, young men and ladies are looking to get their significant other something special. What is that for you? Um, I think, you know, the best gifts are the ones that, you know, come from the heart. Okay. Yeah. So I guess blood? That makes sense. I mean, it's right in the expression. Yeah. And, and, and if they need some, and you're, maybe you're a universal donor, that makes it even more special. Yeah, exactly. I mean, blood is in you to give. That's what the commercials say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. Is what they neglect to say. Have you ever had blood pudding? No. What's that? I don't know, but it keeps being referenced in uh, the Game of Thrones books, and I don't really know what it is. I believe they use blood to make it. It must be, yeah. So it must be kind of meaty-ish. Oh, nasty. I think they take like a like a hunt snack pack, mm-hmm. and they mix they mix blood into it. So that could be pretty romantic, especially if you want to give kind of chocolate. And something from the heart at the same time. Mm-hmm. Blood pudding. It's the best of both worlds, Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so Jen's just, all about them Hannah Montana references. Nice. So we're all in agreement then that that is the best Valentine's Day gift? Uh, no, I don't know. You got I, some I think, dissent? You know, it's probably pretty cliche. Mm-hmm. But I like all the classics, you know? Have, have dinner, as a classic. Have dinner, and not just like go out to dinner. You know, make your partner dinner, right? Make it special. Make oh. what they like. Okay. Uh, put the time in, and then spend quality time together. That's the best gift. And also, there better be chocolate. Hmm. Blood pudding could do that, right? What? Homemade. Homemade. Are well, we still on the blood pudding thing? No. Nope. From the heart. From the heart. No, stop with the heart. Pudding. I'm confused. Jen, what would you want for a romantic dinner? What would you want to see put down in front of you? Mm -hmm. Oh, pasta, 100%. With a red sauce? Mm, Cream sauce is better than a red sauce. But what if it's from the heart? Yeah. Yeah, but you guys are talking about the real heart. Well, it's much better than any other heart, no? Is there any kind of heart? Uh, it's a trick. <laughs> There's Brett, Brett Hart. Mm. Oh, yeah? Maybe the best the best gift comes from the heart, comes from the Brett Hart, and it's a sharpshooter. Yeah, I finish. know that reference. has gone over my Finishing head. move. Oh, okay, cool, okay. cool. So, like he's a wrestler. wrestler? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. double the romance, maybe quadruple it. What if it's the heart of Brett Hart? Whoa. So it's Whoa. like twice from the heart. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Matt, you did not answer. Best well, Valentine's I, Day gift. I think we've dug deep here, and I think the heart from the heart is the best Valentine's Day gift. It's like an Inception kind of thing, you know? <laughs> so you have to go kill a wrestler? I mean, you don't have to kill him, but I mean, if he did, it'd probably make extraction much easier. I would say definitely. <laughs> also, I, I wouldn't ever want to try to uh, get the heart from a wrestler, because they're big guys, and yeah. I'm not, so... Maybe that makes it even more romantic, the fact that you'd have to go through such a quest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think would be harder, uh, getting the heart from Bret Hart or, like, destroying the One Ring? I mean... Hmm. I mean... If I'm going to be honest... I guess... Oh, man... Bret Hart taking his heart. Yeah. You got close. He's just going to like chop you down, mm-hmm. slapping that sharpshooter. Yeah. The one ring, it's like 
take an Uber to the mountain. Yeah. It's a bit of a hike. Probably Just a stairlift now. Distract the eye of Sauron for like 10 minutes and you're golden. Yeah. Show him some funny YouTube videos. Yeah. Hand him your phone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think we've sold that. Let's, uh, shall we jump into the writer's room, everybody? Let's get the show going. No. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Writer's room. Writer's room. Writer's room. Go around, lads. It's time for the writer's room. Kawabanga. Okay, so today we are reading a script by our very own, very successful, very special, very handsome Stephen T. Holmes. <laughs> I this... thought you were going to say Mary Poppins. Oh, oh. Well, the script is called Julia. Um, okay. Jen, would you like to read the direction? Sure. And Stephen, how about you uh, be James, the only character that speaks? <laughs> okay. And I'll just sit back and titter. All right. <laughs> Exterior, Julia's night. With his bags packed, James walks into a waiting cab. Walks to a waiting cab, sorry. He looks back once before getting in. Interior, cab. James is conflicted, but goes through the motions. Airport, please. Interior, Julia's. Julia watches from a window as the cab pulls away. She lingers for a moment. She's wearing the dress shirt he left behind. She pulls the shirt tighter around, embracing it. Interior, cab. James looks out the window, watching the town's town pass him by. Interior, Julia's. Julia leans against the door of her bedroom, looking at a at the tussled sheets from her and James's night before. Interior, cab. James breaks his gaze from the window. He knows what he wants. Stop the car. Interior, Julia's. Julia lies on the in the bed. She touches the pillow where James laid previously. Exterior, street. Night. James runs down the street, bag in hand. He rounds a corner. Exterior, Julia's night. Huffing and puffing, James comes to a stop outside Julia's apartment. He catches his breath before calling out. Julia. Interior, Julia's. Julia's still lying down, her eyes closed. She hears James calling. Her eyes pop open and she smiles. Exterior, Julia's night. James is still calling. Julia. She appears in the window. They see each other. Julia, I know. I know I left. I got in the cab and I was heading to the airport, but the whole time I couldn't stop thinking about you. Thinking about how I should be here with you. I mean, sure, you know, my job, my, my home, my entire life is on the other side of the country. But things have never felt as right as they did when I was right here with you. And yeah... Maybe we've only known each other for 36 hours, but those hours have been the best hours of my life. And I don't want to spend another hour, another minute, another second without you in my life. I know this sounds crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't know your middle name or I don't even know your last name or, or what you do for a living or really that much about you, but... Those are things that I want to know about you. Yeah, I want to know everything there is to know about you. And sure, this whole time, I thought your eyes were brown. But now, in this light, I can see that they're more of a green or maybe bluish color. I, I, I guess I just didn't really pay attention to that. I, I was just so caught up in the feelings and in the moment. But, but I know in my heart that those green or possibly even blue eyes are the first thing I want to see when I wake up in the morning. She's smiling so much. Tears are welling up in her eyes. He's smiling and laughing, too. <laughs> this is nuts. It's, it's completely bonkers. I know. I know. You know, sure. Yeah, I have a wife and a son at home who depend on me. And I mean, yeah. Okay, who will pay his hospital bills if I'm not there to support them? And sure... I maybe just noticed that swastika tattoo you got there. Oh, boy. Her shirt sleeve has fallen down her arm, revealing a large swastika tattoo. Oh. <laughs> I do not know how I missed that last night. Oof. I, uh... Guess that explains all that talk about not mixing the races. I, uh... I do not know how I mistook that for sexy pillow talk, uh... Yeah, uh, I guess maybe I should just uh, avoid open bars. 
uh, a lesson learned. <laughs> he laughs awkwardly. She pulls the shirt up to cover the tattoo. The smile is completely gone. Uh, alrighty, well, uh, I'm gonna go. Um, it's probably wouldn't have worked out. Um, yeah, I can probably still catch my flight. My son actually has a treatment today, so I should really get back. But, um, yeah, I'll, uh, probably never see you again. Maybe, uh, don't be a Nazi. Cool, you're the worst. <laughs> James pulls out his phone and starts to walk away. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna need another cab. And scene. Very nice, Steven. Very nice. Well, Very nice. Very nice. I mean, it's, it doesn't have anything to do about butt stuff, but it's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty good. I, I, I like it better than if it did. Yeah. <laughs> was this based off of a real encounter, Steve? It was. Um, I mean, as you guys know, um, happily married. Mm-hmm. I have a son who's um, very ill. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, maybe once or twice or three or four times have... Um, Got myself into situations that I maybe uh, shouldn't have gotten into with um, other women who aren't my wife. And who are Nazis. Uh, that has happened, yes. There was a Nazi. There was a uh, KKK, um, which I guess basically Nazi. Um, yeah. Also, there was a Jehovah's Witness. Oh. Inspired? Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. Very good. Let's move on to some movie pitches. Let's all go to the lobby. So, in the vein of Valentine's Day, I think we could do a, a romance story. But I'm also thinking, you know, the best kinds of romance stories? This is a twist. Also, horror movies-ish. I'm thinking like Twilight. Mostly thinking of Twilight. You know, they right. got, they're vampires, traditionally horror film thing. But they're sexy vampires, and it's very romantic in the end. So That's can true. we come up with the next great... Uh, movie for Hollywood that combines these two genres. So romance and horror. Romance and horror. So let's. Are we start. specifically looking for young adult romance? I think that's what sells the best. Mm-hmm. But uh, no rules here. No rules. Matt, I have heard. I have heard uh, somewhere. I don't remember where I heard it, but I have mm-hmm. heard um, like a little birdie whispered. I heard sex sells. I think you might be right. Did you mean sax cells? Yes. What did you hear? Six. Oh. No, I meant sax. Sax. Yeah, saxophones sell stuff. Too. Sax cells. Yeah, Do... that's why Kenny G is such a Yeah, so if we include him as Kenny G. Sax cells. What if yeah. Kenny G is a vampire? Uh-huh. I'm with you. And um, he needs to romance a teenager girl? No. Uh, hold on, too, hold on. Too close, too close. Yeah. I got an idea with the Kenny G thing. Okay. Okay, so what if uh, Kenny G's sweet saxophone um, uh-huh. was once uh, owned by a girl who got killed, you know? Uh-huh. Who cares how? And now she haunts the saxophone, and only right. his sweet melody can free her, but only while he's playing it. So while he while he's doing his sweet jams, she's finally free. I got and you. She could be in love with Kenny G, or she could maybe be like trying to reconcile with the with her old love or something. Maybe. What Kenny... if her old love was Kenny G? Uh huh. Mm, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that like Kenny G is trying to date somebody new. Mm-hmm. You know, like a mom divorcee or something, and he's like really trying to romance her. Mm-hmm. And then this like, you know, dead girl keeps showing up and like busting his vibe. Yeah, because I assume Kenny G does actually just seduce people with his sweet saxophone. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like one thing. Mm-hmm. And his hair, right? Doesn't he have long hair? Am I thinking of the wrong guy? No, I think you got the right. No. He's got long hair. It's like, it's I like always confuse wavy. him with like Bolton. Do you know Michael Bolton? Michael Bolton? Yeah. I think they're the same guy. They look very similar, no? Mm, no. Okay. No. Really? <laughs> Kenny, G's, Kenny G has more like, uh, like 80s rings? weird owl hair. Yeah, yeah but didn't didn't Michael Bolton also have like really long hair at one point? He, he had like a yeah, solid wavy mullet. hair though. Yeah, his was more like no, no, no. That, Hold on. That beautiful '80s. Michael Bolton style. '80s image. Just to confirm, you'd like to call Dan Wardle? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. 
<laughs> Give him a raise. Serious. Oh idiot. no! Wait, Michael Bolton. All right, here's what I got. Michael Bolton, long hair image. I couldn't find any. Yeah, look. He's Kenny G. Nah, Kenny G is much darker hair. Oh, look at Kenny G. Kenny look at that, look like at that picture. Yeah. Boom. That's a great picture. Anyway, I'm glad my Siri didn't go. Hey, do you think Weird Al and, and Kenny G could be the same person? Like, let's you know, look at the facts um, here. One, they both have that long, curly hair. Yeah. Two, they're both musicians. That's true. They're both men. Both men? Good call. They both have albums. They're both weird. <laughs> Wait, so we have to get back to Albert. the movie. We have to get back to the movie. Okay, what if, okay, so what if... Well, you're the one that started Siri in the book, Michael Bolton. Sorry, I had to find out if they were the same. What if, um, so, so Kenny G, mm -hmm. he has the saxophone with the ghost girl in it. Yeah, who always comes he's out when he plays to, his sweet mel melodies. He's tr trying to get down with another girl. Mm -hmm. What if he needs help from Michael Bolton? Okay, okay. So we get both of them. And is Michael Bolton, like, modern-day Michael Bolton with the short hair? Or are we talking yeah. Michael Bolton with the long hair? We could do this in the 80s. They both have long hair. It's in the 80s. Cause that could but be... what is he doing in it? Like, why, why is he helping him? What, what can he do? I assume they're best friends. Okay. Yeah, they probably are in real life, so might as well... I bet you the charisma between them on screen is on point. Cool. Question. Why doesn't Kenny G just get a different saxophone? Because it's like in Harry Potter where the wands have like similar things and they can only beat each other. The wand so, chooses you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so the, the sax, sax chose him and he can't play another one. But Michael Bolton shows up and they have a sax duel to beat out the spirit in the other one. Whoa. Yeah. Because like <laughs> so she... The, the the woman that's like stuck in the saxophone mm -hmm. with the spirit. Okay. She is just trying to lead them to the real killer. Nice. <laughs> I, so like I was going to put up a different twist here. Yeah, okay. let's hear it. Um, so instead of, so going with the wands, the sax chooses them and they've got powers. <laughs> what if yeah. they're basically Ghostbusters? Nice. And they have to play their tunes to get like the streams out mm -hmm. to catch the ghosts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe that's dumb. Maybe that's dumb. No, no I no. like it. It sounds like it has elements of Harry Potter, elements of Ghostbusters, which, like, sure. And so if you combined the box office of Ghostbusters and Harry Potter... Plus oh, Twilight, really, because we've got this, like, mystery, sexy element. Plus all, all the... Trillionaires. Yeah. Oh, oh. Plus the entire soundtrack is Kenny G. Oh, yeah. that will put the butts in the seats. Question, though. Who is the killer? Probably Kenny G. No, no. That'd be they, quite a twist. No, <laughs> no. Just Who's look at that hair. 80s musician. What about Steve Buscemi? <laughs> so like, like he just actually Steve Buscemi. Yeah. He plays well, no, guy. no, he plays the killer, but he's like not good. I could see it. He killed a person, and then she went in her spirit lay in a saxophone in his store where he sells music items. He works at like a, what's that music shop called? Like Long and McQuaid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see one problem with this whole idea. Go ahead. Steve Buscemi already looks like a killer. Like, yeah, he's pretty obvious. Yeah, but we don't see him until later. What if the killer is Rod Stewart? Oh, that's good. What? He had the mullet, right? You're trying to yeah. go for this whole 80s thing, right? I'm leaning into it. Hollow Notes can be in it. But, Sting. like, everyone likes Rod Stewart. You don't want him to be the bad guy. <laughs> what if they're like, that's why it's a twist. It's a big surprise. Yeah, no. you wouldn't say what if, what if when they figure it out, they say, call the police, and then the police show up, but it's, like, the band of the police? Nice. <laughs> I think we've jumped the shark with this. And then they'll do a big musical uh, <laughs> extravaganza at the end. Yeah. Do what if Rod Stewart's possessed by another saxophone? <laughs> Ghost. I don't want the killer to be Rod Stewart. I want him to be a good guy. Okay, well. Nobody who could sing Maggie May is a bad guy. <laughs> let's be real. Come on. Maggie! 
No. Okay. No way. Should we throw more '80s heartthrobs that could be? Yeah, yeah, do it. Killer. Corey Hart. Who is that? I wear my sunglasses. Sure. Night. Sounds like a dick. And he's <laughs> definitely killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah arrow. Give me another one. I'm trying to think of a, a, a obviously bad musician. The other ones I can hear are pretty good because that's why we still know about them. What about Kenny that? G? What about that guy who sings "Never Gonna Give You Up"? He's Rick the Astley? killer. No, that guy. He would never. He would never. What? We go way back. He would never. <laughs> <laughs> he would never. But I think we pretty much nailed this movie. So I think this is one of the best a... ones we've done in a while. All right, so let's let's do a summary here. Okay. Let yeah. me see if I got Elevator this down. Pitch. Elevator, Elevator pitch. Elevator pitch. <clears throat> Steve, you can play the producer. I'm coming into right. you. You're the studio head. Uh, I can't name any studio heads, but you're the head of Universal. Brick. Mortar. Concrete. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, Mr. Brick Concrete. It's so nice to meet you. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Matthew. I'm, I'm a writer. <laughs> I don't got time for this kid. I just want to give me your idea or get out. Okay, okay, here we go. So we all know Kenny G. We all love Kenny G. And as we all know, his saxophone is haunted IRL uh, by a young girl. What? So why don't we just make this into a movie? Uh, so uh, he's trying to free the spirit of the girl, and you can only play uh -huh. that, do that by playing the sweet, sweet notes of a saxophone. Okay. And then we involve multiple other 80s heartthrobs, Corey Hart being the original killer of the girl, and uh -huh. I think we have Michael Bolton in there. Yeah. And at the end, they do a big musical extravaganza. Question. And they, they call the police, and... Guess who shows uh -huh. up? The police. The band, the police. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, question, though. Why doesn't he just play a different saxophone? Oh, because you've seen Harry Potter, right? Um, uh, of course I have. Well, well, Didn't you, know you how... see my name on those movies? <laughs> Produced by Brick Concrete. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know how the wand chooses the wizard? I sure do. Well, I'm by Warner Brothers. I mean, the saxophone chooses the saxophonist, the... Saxophoner, saxophony, uh, saxophony. Well, so. you know what they say: sax sells. Green light. <laughs> Coming in twenty twenty. Man, Matt, we what are we naming so this? Many, what are we naming? We would have this? so many movies greenlit if we were just the studio heads. I think so. I would greenlight all of your movies. Yeah, guys, what are we naming that one? What's the what's the name? Let me pitch on the name. Sacks uh, on the beach. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be set in a beach town if we do that. Yeah. No, I think you nailed it. That's it. <laughs> Sacks on the beach. Coming to you in 3D in 2020. Steve, do you think you would be, like, better, uh, uh, more of a success socially in the 80s or now? Um... I really don't know. I mean, I'm gonna say that because he's a real user. Sorry, Steve, sorry. you still there? Sorry, what? What? Nothing. Huh? I didn't hear what. Let's move I'm on. Right. Okay, okay. So now let's jump into the next franchise. It's the next franchise. Harry Potter, Fast and Furious, Twilight, Spider-Man, French Toast. So. The franchise, I think, well, let's talk about an industry that hasn't been a lot of love lately that maybe needs a little bit of love. Uh -huh. So I'm thinking coal. <laughs> like, just, like, like you mine out of... Yeah, like the fossil fuel. So we haven't seen a movie about coal um, ever, where coal was is coal, the hero. Coal miner's daughter, wasn't that about... Well, I guess that was about the coal miner, never mind. Well, I guess technically that is daughter. Right, exactly. So I'm thinking, you know, the coal industry can band together uh, and get something to warm the hearts of the viewing public. Coal, uh -huh. the next big franchise. We can sell coal as, uh, you know, it can heat your home and it's just adorable. Right. The little googly eyes um, and hunks of coal. <laughs> so, I'm just, I'm a little lost on the idea. I guess everything? Yeah, which um, is cool, you know. Do you guys not think this is a good franchise idea? Is For a this movie? Good? Well, not just movie. We're talking toys. 
We're talking video game tie-ins. Yeah, but... So is this like a live action or is this like an animated... Oh, I think it definitely has to be live action. Yeah, it has to be live action. Yeah. Okay. Even I, I know that, what Steve. A, I mean, I we can do some mocap for the actual coal. I'm thinking uh, the dude who did Gollum can bring him on board. So it's like an anthropomorphic piece of, piece coal? of coal? It probably has to talk, because I think we want to hear the inner monologue of coal. We've never heard that perspective in life before. Maybe it gets, maybe it falls out of like Santa's sleigh and takes on a new life direction. Yeah, it's so afraid of being burned. It it's been burned so many times. To go to collectively good by kid? society, huh? See, you're very deep. I, f- I feel like animated is the way to go with this. Okay, let me pitch you guys an idea. Okay. So this coal is so tired of being burned that it's trying to get some aloe for its burns. So it's basically on a mission to get to a drugstore to buy some aloe vera. But of course, being coal, it's very small. It's very difficult. It's a big city. Kind of one of those like honey shrunk kids, but it's coal. Okay. And this is meant to, this movie's meant to make people feel better about coal. Yeah. Didn't we just do a franchise for Captain Planet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This feels like a complete 180, if I'm being honest. I mean, this isn't about the epic, Steve. This is about the sweet cash dollars. Matt, I gotta ask. I'm just gonna, you know, be blunt. Are is big, is big coal paying you? What? Big who? Why is there a big in front of coal? It's just a humble industry, Stephen, of hardworking Americans who deserve jobs and don't deserve to be put out of business by hydro or nuclear or solar or wind or other source of renewable energy. Stephen, paying off me. Why, Jesus, that's quite the... Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. I just... It was just suspicious, I think. Are, are you being paid by the nosy committee, Steve, huh? What? N- no. The nosy? I've never even... I mean, <laughs> what, like I'm like being all nosy about stuff? Like, that's... <laughs> what? Yeah, you asked me for my social security number yesterday. I was just checking in like a good friend. Uh... I don't know. You asked me to read the last five texts I sent? Uh-huh. As I do with everybody, just to make sure you're not being scammed. Uh, I don't know. I guess that checks what are the, out. What, what are the three digits on the back of your credit card? Uh, I give, I texted them to you yesterday. Oh, right. Thanks, Jen. Okay. Well, I think we've got a uh, killer franchise there. Coal. It's the next big thing, everybody. Coal. Go buy some coal. Hey, I like those new shoes you bought this week. Sorry? Those, those look expensive, the shoes you bought this week. Yeah. And you got that suit? Mm-hmm. Hey, Matt, I do think uh, if you ever have a child, you should name your child Cole. Yeah, totally right. Cole Miner. <laughs> <laughs> you could also, uh, if you had a female, name it Nicole Miner. <laughs> I like Nicole. <laughs> cool let's uh, move on to ask the expert ask the experts okay so we're very lucky today um to have on the show a love expert we have daryl love from the love shop welcome daryl it's great to have you here Hey, uh, yeah, it's nice to be here. Thanks. So, I guess let's just jump into some questions to help our audience out with this Valentine's Day. Um, so, how do you like to spice up an evening? Uh, I don't know. That seems like kind of a weird question. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, spice up an evening. Um, I guess sometimes I stay late at the shop. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I get oh. some Doritos. Okay. Uh, cause usually I have Lay's, but, uh. Doritos are fine too, uh, but I'll stay late at the shop, I'll uh, put on a playlist, but if I'm trying to spice things up, I might go with one I don't listen to very often. Uh, that would be maybe, yeah, good old Celine Dion, that's fine. Oh, and, yeah. uh, and then just get my work done. 
Okay. Let's, okay. Okay. Get your work I done. I guess that I could relate to that. I guess. I guess it's work. At, yeah. Um. How do you? Maybe you're having some issues with your uh, with the one, and uh, maybe like how do you how do you get that spark back? Oh yeah, sure. This happens all the time with Pontiacs. I uh, you gotta go get the spark plugs fixed. Uh, in our shop, uh, that's about that's about eighty bucks. Uh, sometimes I'll charge people, you know, over a hundred if they're real assholes. But uh, you come in, you get that spark plug fixed, and uh, yeah, usually usually they're alright. Sorry, is is Pontiac like a um, like a nickname for your for the one or? Well, I mean, people can have many ones. You know what I mean? Like for some uh, people, oh, that's a Pontiac. Okay, for another person, okay. that's a Prius. It's just uh, oh, that's so up you're to not, you. You're not exclusive to one particular. Oh no, I've had tons. I've had tons. Yeah. Oh, okay. I uh, I've had uh, uh, Kia. Yeah. I've had uh, uh, what else? I, know, I, I, I went know, to I SUVs for a while. I just you know I I switch it up. Uh, maybe a Chrysler. Uh, right. That's these are names. I'm in new ones all the time. Okay. Okay. I've never met a Chrysler before. Okay, so, say, what, what would you recommend that, we asked this question earlier, but what would you recommend that you get your significant other for Valentine's Day? Oh, this is a weird question. I, uh, it seems off topic. I thought we were, okay, uh, significant other for Valentine's um, I guess, I mean, uh, you, maybe. You a... are from the love shop, I mean. <laughs> yeah, we just figured you'd know a lot about this kind of thing. My name's Daryl Love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my my shop is called the Love Shop. Yeah, that's yeah, why we brought you in. Yeah. I'm a mechanic. Of like a love mechanic. What What would that even be? Like. I'm Daryl Love. I run yeah. the Love Shop. Yeah. It's a It's a car. It's a car mechanic area. Oh. I work on cars. Oh. So when you said change the spark plug for assholes, you didn't mean butt plugs? What kind of show is this? Look, it was our bad content. I mean, I just thought that this, love shop, right? This like, seems like a, a wild misunderstanding, so uh, I'm going to Why didn't you call off. it, like, the love garage or, like, Daryl's garage? It's my shop. Do you ever get people walking in there kind of looking for something else other than cars? No, they're mostly looking for cars. Oh, okay. That's good. That's... So say I'm looking for a car. And I also, you know, need a car to pick up a girl on a date. What's the best car to take to impress a lady? Ah, that's a good question. That's a good question. I can answer that. Okay. I, uh, in my experience, uh, I find you're going to want to take something uh, smaller. But, okay. uh, you know, one, uh, one good one is um, a, a BMW. Women seem to like BMWs. All right. Really revs them up. <laughs> okay. Did you say this was a comedy podcast? Revs, revs her engine. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's a weird. Okay, let's. Uh, well, thank you for coming, sir. Um, sorry for the misunderstanding. You should rename your garage. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, this this was sufficiently weird. Uh, have a good night. Hey, uh, real quick, real quick. Does the love shop sell uh, lube? <laughs> We do lube and filter and oil changes, yes. Okay, uh, I was just using. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Daryl. You're welcome. Uh, Steve, did you book that guy? I, uh, I did. I saw the name. You know, I think I think, the place I was supposed to go was the Love Shack with Darren Love. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I've been there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right, now it's time for a word from our sponsor. Hey, 
Arthur. Hi, I'm Madge of Madge's Matchmaking and Matrimony. The best dating service you've never heard of. Sure, you've tried Tinder, you've tried Grinder, you've tried Bumble, you've tried OkCupid, you've tried Fling Fling, you've tried Banana Boats, but you've never tried Madge. What's Madge's matchmaking and matrimony, you might be wondering? Well, it's the number one matchmaking service in all of Upper New York's underground sewer system. Um, Madge suggested that I, like, start, uh, dating older men, but then, um, she also suggested that I date her pet rat. <laughs> now we're married. Love you, rat face. Uh, yeah, as, as I said, of options on Tinder, uh, I exhausted them all, so I came to Madge, and she, um, she said she hooked me up, but then I mostly ended up, uh, she made me eat her old cigarettes, and that's about all. You'll come underground, and I'll find you the love of your life, or... A big bowl of cigarette butts. I was really excited to go on a date with like a man and like a whole man, but Madge set me up with a guy who was missing a leg. He was like four quarters of a man. I went looking for Madge so that I could find the one. And I got into the sewers and I passed out because of all the gas. And when I woke up, my kidneys were gone. Um, hello, my name is Sergeant Bartholomew. We've been looking for Madge for uh, quite some time. She's on a most wanted list for, uh, well, there's been a lot of kidney eating and a lot of poisoning from uh, nicotine ash. Um, so if you have any information at all about the whereabouts of this Madge, please call the number on the screen below. You coppers are never gonna find old Madge, but I'm gonna find you the match of your life. Um, so I came to Madge because she said she would hook me up with uh, a kidney and a leg, and I got both from her real quick. It was great. Whatever you're looking for, I'll find it for you. Tall guys, short guys, plump guys, skinny guys, my cousin Gary, my son, Gary, my nephew, Gary. <laughs> it's just the one Gary. I'm responsible for all your favorite celebrity hookups. Like Grim Kardashian, Stove Cremel, Jean Travolta, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. That was me. Let me work my magic for you at Madge's Matchmaking and Matrimony in a nice sewer near you. I met Corey Haim once. Um, it's Poetry Corner. We discuss um, different words assembled in a pleasing order uh, for the ears. We uh, really hope that you enjoy the words that we've strung, strung, uh, strung, strung together for you. Thank you. Steve, I understand that you have some poetry for us. I do, I do. I, uh, there's a couple that I've, I don't remember if I've read them, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I did end up writing, uh, a poem specifically mm. for this occasion. Nice. Um, and I can't do the other one that I haven't read because I don't have my book here. That's fair. But, uh, you know, it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Romance is in the air. It's in there. Love is in the air. Sweet. I'm finding it hard to breathe. It's stuffy. It's like dust and pollen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I uh, wrote a romantic little poem mm, nice. um, that I think is fun. It's called... Betty the Yeti. I like this better. Oh no, I disappeared it. Okay, it's back. Betty the Yeti loves her spaghetti. All covered in cheese and cupcake confetti. She howls with delight when she sees that it's ready. And what's on the side? Of course, garlic bready. Betty the Yeti eats her spaghetti on a romantic date with her mate, Yeti Freddy. They dined on spaghetti when they first met and every night since, now that they go steady. Yeti's Betty and Freddy only think of spaghetti, from when they wake up to when it's time for Betty. You maybe wonder how Yetis find the spaghetti. Well, they take it from houses like Ethel and Eddie's, 
They sneak and they creep, and they hide in tool sheddies, then pounce and steal when they see that spaghetti. Always losing spaghetti to these two yetis is getting at an Ethel awful upsetty. Ed takes down his gun to hunt down the yeti. He promises Ethel to shoot the beast Eddie. This would soon be a choice that Ed would regretty. He sets up his sight and holds his gun steady. But before he could shoot and take down the yeti, Betty attacked and punched off Ed's heady. Betty the yeti will kill for spaghetti. And that's something Ethel will never forgetty. Thank you. <laughs> that was amazing. That was great. Thank you. I so love that. for the first ten, like, maybe ten lines, I was like, well, shit, Steve should, like, submit this is a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> and what but, changed uh, your mind? No, I think he should Actually, still. you know what? You probably still should. Yeah. Yeah. I think absolutely. he teaches a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the Yetis. Yeah. I also yeah. wonder if you based it on Matt and I. Like, are we the Yetis? It seems I mean, like our full dating story. It's true. We have punched I mean, off someone's head before. Yeah. I mean, when I was visiting you guys, you did exclusively eat spaghetti. That's true, too. That you did steal from a house. That's yeah, true too. That's true. Um, Chen, you did punch off a man's head. Yes. Um. You guys are covered in hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lost back there. Yeah. You're both, I'd say, nine feet tall. Yeah, that's yeah. about right. Yeah. You live in the mountains. Mm-hmm. 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 I've never noticed that before. You guys <laughs> sound awful lot like Yetis. I don't know. Like at the end of the day similar to when a movie is like not based on real people so that they can't get sued right uh, I, I feel like you should have had a disclaimer in there that's like these yetis are not based on any real person because uh you know what if i don't want you to publish that as a children's novel huh it was your idea okay let's try something new we're gonna try a new little game here um Jen's going to read us a headline from the news, and me and Steven are going to try to fill in the blanks, come up with a nice story. Is it going to be a funny headline like what Jay Leno used to do? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's pretty funny. All right. What do we got, Jen? Cue All us right. up. <clears throat> we'll try to make a movie out of it. I guess that's the idea. Uh, you got to give the backstory to this. Okay. And maybe even what you think happened. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Caught on camera, criminal attacks lawyer seconds after receiving forty-seven year old or forty-seven year sentence. So, what I'm thinking here is, it's a sentence that takes forty-seven years to read, and the man just does not have the time. He's like, I can't read all that. That'll take me a long time. He's like, I'm sixty already. He could live to one hundred and seven. Yeah, it's pretty old though. You're pushing the odds. Wait, what? Like reading a sentence? Well, you said a forty-seven-year sentence. Yeah. He's reading it. Oh, how else do you? What else do you do with a sentence? No, he's he's a I guess criminal. He could get audible. I guess, and he could play it at like one and a half times speed or two times speed. Yeah. You might want to go two times. Yeah, you cut it down at least, you know, twenty-three That's and like, a half. Yeah. You're much better at math than I am. Yeah. No kidding. Well, I think we nailed that. Yep, that was good. Okay. That was the intent of this bit, right? Sure. You got another headline for us? Uh, I have. Or <clears throat> did that one go so terribly? HBC done. is shutting all home outfitter stores across Canada. Well, they've outfitted every home in Canada, so I mean... Home outfitters. What nothing one, else for them to what do. What one is that? Home outfitters. I think you know when you want your house, you want your house to look nice, so mm-hmm. you get like a suit for it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see all those houses. I mean, probably in North Vancouver, where mm-hmm. they've got the money. Mm-hmm. West Vancouver. Um, you see, a, sorry, West. Yeah, totally. That's what. Northwest, got Northwest Vancouver. That's what I meant. That's what I meant, Matt. Sorry. Go ahead. You know they've got all that money, so mm-hmm. you just their houses. They've all got like zoot suits. Yeah. Or maybe it's fumigation. What oh yeah, the... there's mm-hmm. roaches. There's lots of roaches. Tons of roaches. What? Outfitting. Je- Jen, are we doing this right? No. Outfits on houses. This is not what I imagined. Well, we are gonna cut this bit right out. <laughs> <laughs> or are we? Jen, what if I find a headline to read to you and then you 
yeah. tell me oh, how, how to do it. I'll find headline two. Oh, I know what Home Outfitters is. It sucks. Okay, here's here's a headline I just found, Jen. Okay, hit me. Man found dead in graveyard. What? That's the headline? Isn't that where you find most dead people? Yeah. What? Why is this news? <laughs> okay, what about this one? <laughs> Porn star sues over rear-end collision. <laughs> That's not real. Where are you getting this new shit? I googled stuff. No, you googled, like, funny headlines. That's what you did. No, I didn't. You cheated. Do you guys want to hear a real funny one? A latest revelations hint at shocking global scope of Catholic Church sex abuse scandal. <laughs> Matt, did you also Google funny headlines? You bet I did. Stop it. What the shit? No, this was a... Di- Cut this whole segment. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, Yeah, oh, these are grim. Grim headlines. Nope, nope. <laughs> Nope. This one's fun. In quotes, just tell them it has beavers. Montana might sell itself to Canada. Oh, I've heard that. Is this a real... There was a petition made. Oh, yeah? That's never going to happen. Montana wants Canada to adopt it? I think they're just like, oh, our, our, uh, our, our, our debt is so bad. Let's just sell Canada, Montana. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we would go for, like, a better state. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Washington state, maybe? Mm. I think it'd be nice to get, like, one Hawaiian island. Like, we don't need yeah. them all. Or even the nicest one. They can keep Oahu in Maui. We can just have, like, the ones that no one really goes to because they're... No one remembers just the name volcanoes. Yeah. Oh, don't be so picky, guys. Have you ever been to a Montana's? That's true. They have some pretty good... Uh, ribs, ribs, and butter bacon. I don't think I've ever ordered box. ribs at a restaurant. Have you? You guys have? No. Ordered what? Ribs. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm just shooting the shit. Yeah, this is hilarious. Oh, is that a new segment? Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Yeah. Here's a new segment. Shooting the shit. Nice. <laughs> shooting the shit with pals. Steve, uh, do you use an electric razor or like a safety razor? I use an electric safety razor. Nice. Safety razor? I don't know. I'm just trying to shoot the shit here. Safety razor? Yeah, is that what they're called? shooting the shit, Chen. Why are they safety razors? Because it's like hard to Chen, Chen, were you at a popsicle? Do you bite into it? Uh, it depends. It totally depends. I, uh, one time when I was a kid, I stuck my tongue to a popsicle that was like way too cold like it was in like the deep freeze mm-hmm. to like pull off half my tongue that ever happened to you nice. um no i did lick uh a frozen like garden hose once <laughs> that got stuck to my face huh. that was last christmas nice huh. sick when you can't find a popsicle a frozen garden hose will do yeah yeah just shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. With <laughs> Do you guys ever like, you know, get a good dump going and just like think, man, where's my nine millimeter? <laughs> just shooting the shit. Shooting no. the shit. What? Shooting the shit. Hey, do you ever go like check your email, mm-hmm. but then you end up browsing the web instead? You know Shoot what? the shit. I've totally done that. Yeah, totally. Do you guys like Nerf guns or water guns better? Nerf all the way. It's Nerf or nothing. <laughs> shit. Except when you run out of the bullets and you can't find them because they're all under the couch. Well, they're all under the couch, Matt. Just look under the couch. Yeah, it sounds like you have the solution right there. But what if you have a lot of couches... Oh, I'm sorry. We don't live in Northwest Vancouver like you. It's your million couches. Yeah, yeah. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Do you guys ever like check your phone just like what time it is, but you don't look at what time it is? Happens all the time to me. Yeah. Constantly. Shooting the shit. Constantly. You ever walk into um? Similarly, you ever walk into a room, and you forget why you walked into that room? Oh my god! All the time, I am constantly doing that. Yeah. Shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. 
Do you guys ever, like, pour yourself a drink? And then you're like, oh, man, this is not the drink that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you have to drink it because it's a waste. Yeah, you don't want to throw out you. that ginger oh, ale. Yeah. Like, no way. Yeah. Oh, I got one. You ever um, pour cereal? Like, you meant to pour cereal first, but you poured the milk first, and then you have to drop the cereal in, and it's going to splash everywhere? Crazy. It's the yeah. worst. The worst. What? Especially if you got, like, corn pops. Have you guys ever poured your cereal, then realized mm. there's no milk? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And do you, like, do you pour the cereal back in? Or Awful do you just, feeling. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it back in. Do you in. eat it all dry? No. Unacceptable. No. You don't yeah, waste that's a good deal cereal. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah, shit, shit, shit. Shit, shit. Do you guys ever tell your teacher that you love her accidentally? Like, you're, like, handing in a paper, and she's like, great job, and you're like, I love you. And then you embark on a long romantic uh, affair with her, and then she gets fired when it comes out that you're only 14. And she is 27, and uh, she gets on the sex offenders list and can't hold down a job for the rest of her life, and then gets addicted to hard drugs and spirals into uh, a horrible suicidal depression. Yeah. But probably like asking for a friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Just shooting the shit. Shooting shit. Shooting shit. shit, right? Okay. Whew. That's a good place to end that. <laughs> I'd say so. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome, Matt. Thank hmm. you. Thank me. Yeah. Okay. So you can find us on all the social medias. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us yep. on Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. Just search for the SNM Experience. We'll pop up. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. And you can find our new movies, Sex on the Beach, coming to theaters in 3D in 2020. All right. Can't Woo! wait for that. Woo! Uh, we got some uh, some pretty new stuff, which by the time this airs will be pretty old stuff. We got yeah, our, but there might be uh, new stuff too. Yeah, there probably be new stuff. We'll, we're always coming out with some new stuff. We got. Yeah. Uh, we recently posted our Dookie uh, commercial, which is wonderful. And Steve, right you posted some. You posted some wonderful stand-up, which was hilarious. Yeah, I guess if I want to plug something, uh, my uh, my stand-up special right now. It's on our YouTube channel. It's uh, ninety seconds long, and it's uh, called uh, Horse Walks into a Bar spent a lot of time on this and uh, I'm really happy that finally came out so yeah I'm stoked nice cool, cool. thanks like and subscribe <laughs> please. Please. Oh, please okay thank you okay bye time to go hey you dipshits get the fuck out of here